All right. Uh, well, should we just dive in? Yeah, go for it. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you again for uh, inviting at SWTVC to do this. I know uh, I'm, I'm kicking myself that I don't get to be there in person to see the uh, see the ghost in all its glory, man. <laughs> it's it's impressive. I think I think a lot of people are seeing it and having a new understanding of how big a ship like this can be. Yeah, yeah. It's oh man, it's got all the bells and whistles and. You know, personally, I'm a I'm a figure uh, figure first collector, and having the figures in with it was just woo, icing on the cake. Made me a very happy boy. <laughs> yeah, well, we wanted to to do that with this. I mean, the, the the ghost is as much about the crew as any ship is, and with the crew being so quintessential here, I mean, we knew we were going to reveal Sabine in mainline, so we did that, and but then like covering everybody else. In the in the figures and in the tears here, just if we uh, if we didn't, that's all we'd be talking about. Yeah. So now we can get to enjoy those, see what they are, celebrate kind of the story we're telling with those. That's that's awesome, man. I know actually, um, I had chatted with you in a previous Q and A, and we had ta- talked about Rebels, and you had mentioned that it was one of your favorite uh, Star Wars properties, and I was just curious, you know, one. It is. Uh, you know, it's vindicating seeing Rebels get its long overdue recognition in the TVC Pantheon. And, um, you know, I wonder with the animation and it being something that you loved, uh, did that? I know you worked off of live action reference, uh, but did the animation really influence the process at all for you? Oh, absolutely. The uh, With the figures themselves, the they're based off of, well, Hera and Zeb specifically, yeah. based off the live action of them. I mean, Zeb, we... Thankfully, got the uh, the reference from the Mandalorian appearance of Zeb in time to to sculpt this version, and then they're all dressed in their their end of Rebels outfits. Yeah, but it's it's taking that animation and really doing it in a realistic style, and and putting it on the characters to to celebrate that mural art. So, then same with Hera. I mean, she's based off of the the actress from Ahsoka. So getting that that real likeness in there, but then putting her in the season four Rebels outfit, so yeah. really fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you, you know the uh, with the crew. If this were a runaway success, you know, any any chance we could perhaps uh, complete the crew on the mural cards someday? Uh, well, we we don't have anything to say or show other than the fact that if we if we get to seventeen thousand backers on this thing, and we have the the four figures that we are showing as part of this. I don't think any of us are willing to leave our fans hanging that want those other figures. It, I will say it would not be part of the HasLab. Okay. Um, but 17,000 people yeah. that want something like that, that's a pretty good argument for making something like that happen. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Um, you know, this thing is packed with detail and is there anything that you've put in there that you haven't had a chance to highlight yet or that's nobody's kind of noticed yet? Um, I don't know. Over all the conversations I've had, I've probably covered everything, yeah. but there is a, there's so much in there. Um, the, just all the detail in general, the team has done such a great job. I mean, the, the main designer on this has been Mark and he, uh, he spent so many late nights and hours working on this thing. The painters in our model shop that have worked on this, Kim, Hope, and Alexa. I mean, we would not have the model here in the shape it is without them. 
and Emily on the figures doing the same outstanding vintage collection job she always does. And the whole team, I mean, I feel like it's an Oscar speech where you're going to forget everybody when you're up there. <laughs> Every time I start talking about this, because I, it's not to take away from people I don't mention because there, there's so many. It just your brain just turns to mush trying to think of everybody that's worked on the thing. And I think that that's that's really the testament to how big of a project this is and how meaningful it is, is just how many resources were thrown at this to make it happen. Oh, yeah. And features and stuff in it like all that there's there's so much detail like i like i think about the painting and and what we've done for chipping and weathering and all the different iterations of weathering we've gone through on this thing it's it's beautiful to see that come together and especially with the the relationship we have with lucasfilm yeah we've talked a little bit about how this has played out where we were developing our ship at the same time they were developing the ship for ahsoka having meetings with with ILM, with with that team, to see what colors they were doing on the ship, how they were evolving the deco and moving from a more bright and saturated palette that appears in Rebels to a more muted palette that feels more appropriate for the live action. So we've, we've been on that journey with them and sharing back and forth to all those little details, The down, like I said, down to the paint chips and the, the streaks on the ship and and the little computer screens inside this the ship everywhere, just a ton of fun detail. Oh, I love to hear it, man. That I can tell. You can just tell seeing all the photos. I've been pouring over it for days. I cannot wait, man. I think we're almost at eight thousand. Yeah. That's incredible. We are. Yeah, we're we're starting to get there. We're open, crossing our fingers that we can have that that shout out and scream before the end of of the convention here. I think. That would be a pretty amazing way to to wrap up the the couple of reveal days. Oh yeah. So I I keep refreshing my phone and looking at where we are. <laughs> so we need everybody who everybody who's backed it just needs to go by one more and we're awesome. I, I awesome backed shape. I, I backed so. four. We'll see if I can swing a fifth one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, changing gears just a little bit, um, uh, going to the pipeline real quick. Um, as you know, obviously, Count Dooku won the uh, at SWTVC March Madness this year, and that is so awesome to see him finally coming to the line. Um, yeah. I, uh, I just wanted to, wanted to ask again, a little self-servingly, I'm glad that, um, you know, you guys really do look to the community a lot to get some thoughts on this stuff. So has that been a valuable resource when uh, folks and groups do that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we watch everything in every fan group we can just watching what, what you guys want, because ultimately that's, that's our job is to, is to fulfill the, the requests of fans and get exactly what they want in their hands. Yeah. And that's the best business model for us is to, is to make everything you guys want and get you to buy it all. <laughs> so. We try, man. Um, you know, you could, uh, uh, if uh, this is my question, here, I wrote down, if leveraging that Dooku to make a Jedi master uh, tales of the Jedi Dooku isn't on your radar already. Can it be now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a good thought. Uh, They've done some amazing stuff with Tales of the Jedi, and there's certainly some good good content to draw from there. So definitely, yeah. Um, I'm incredibly happy to see the switch over to the uh, 1.0 inspired style for the back of the cards. Uh, will you 
try, I know 1.0 tried to do a first release of the figure sort of thing with some info, original year. Um, and it was a really neat way to celebrate the history of the line while also moving forward with modern figures. Um, I, since I didn't see the 2007 Revan on the back of that card, um, I assume that's not going to be it. It's just going to be the figure that it is on the back. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that we would address things like that on the card back in the future. Okay. Uh, the, one, the ones we've shown, obviously we didn't do that. Uh, and went for a cleaner look to just kind of be inspired by and celebrate that. But it is, uh, it's an evolution of that. Yeah. But it does harken back to the original design. So, yeah, I, like I said, not out of the realm of possibility that we would do something like that because it is fun and we enjoy doing that, that sort of stuff. But, okay. yeah. Cool. Well, I, I like currently. to see it. It's a, it's a new splash of color. You know, we need more color in our collections. It's yeah. Good. Um, so what, uh, so yeah, and we, and we thought going back to original vintage collection stuff was a, a fun reference for people. So. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that. I'm happy to see it. Um, real quick with removable helmets versus swappable heads. I know folks have already noticed that Sabine being a deluxe figure, you know, she comes with a helmet that is um, quite large, uh, a little oversized, quite oversized, frankly. And uh, it kind of happened with Axe Woves as well. And I know a lot of folks have been asking, you know, can we can we possibly see a switch to swappable heads, especially with characters with hair? It seems to work fine on us bald boys, but uh, it's it's been a bit of an issue I've seen brought up a bunch. Yeah, no, it's it's something that's on our radar, and and I think we kind of address it individually for figures. Um, in this case, a lot of what we see her doing is is having it off and in content we see her putting the helmet on so like actually having that functionality here okay we thought it was important um but i think in the future if we would do another one there's there's no reason we couldn't do a swappable head um or swappable head helmet deal because I, I, I think that does, that does ultimately give you a more accurate version of the helmeted version of the character definitely um and and we're happy to look at that stuff as is we either re-release figures or do a different version of them. So it, it's all just part of an ongoing variety of stuff in the mix. So just a different tool in our handbag. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, going to the, uh, the trooper builder, uh, troop builder packs, the Imperial officers pack is pretty rad. My teammate Tyler is over the moon and he's been leading the charge of asking for Piet with the proper rank badge. So we're happy to see that. Um, yeah. The only uh, issue that he's kind of had with these and some folks have had kind of is similar to the helmets that the hats are just a hair too thick, uh, too large. Uh, could that be something we see addressed at some point too? Uh, well, that's probably as much on a, a manufacturing limitation as anything. It's just, it's, it's a tough balance. Okay. Whenever you make uh, a hat that, especially in the vintage collection scale, I mean, you're dealing with the wall thicknesses, minimum wall thicknesses and stuff are actually, just getting it made True um, and having it reliably made. So I think there's always going to be a little bit of compromise when we have a removable, yeah. removable hat like that. Uh, it's just part of the nature of things. But um, I think we're interested in feedback from you guys. What's more important? Like if, if having a removable hat or removable helmet is more important so that you can interact and play and modify, customize that way. Or is having a permanently sculpted hat on a figure the better way to go for you guys? Yeah, I think, and, I think it depends on... Or is it a mix? I mean, and, and I think 
the understanding those dynamics and what and what you guys are looking for is part of is part of the kind of feedback we look for from social media and, and that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Well, we'll we'll keep making sure we're asking folks and making sure it's all going right. Um, you know, with the trooper packs, they were kind of, it seemed the original sort of idea behind them was to kind of give folks an affordable way to army build generic troopers. However, recent packs have included specific or named characters, which uh, many collectors might prefer on cards. Could we perhaps see a slight recalibration going forward back to the more generic trooper packs? But, you know, like accessories to create squad leaders are slightly different, but still generic characters are still most welcome, though. Yeah, well, and I think our... We've always done at least one figure in each that is a more, I mean, for lack of a better word, a lieutenant figure yeah. in there, so that so that it is more of a troop builder for the other figures. I mean that that's very easy to do on a on stormtroopers or clone trooper sort of thing where they're helmeted and you're not dealing with likenesses and stuff. Yeah. Um, so imperial officers, that was a natural one to to kind of put a. A, a couple of really cool characters in there that hadn't been addressed previously. And, and with Fiat, uh, a fun way to get in that rank badge. There's, there's no hard and fast rules on them, but yeah, I mean, the idea is troop building. So we always do want to have generic in there. Okay. Um, this one, this one just happens to have two named characters instead of, instead of one hero character. Yeah. Could could we perhaps is is the door open to doing another Imperial officer pack maybe with like the black costume version and uh, some more generic uh, uh, officers? Well, the the doors the doors not closed on it at all. Okay, um, I'm constantly looking for for things that make sense in those troop builder packs. We think they're fun. We think they're delivering a lot of a, a lot of fun play and, and army building for for fans. So yeah, something we're continuing to look at. Okay. There's uh, been kind of a bunch of QC issues with those packs, though. Sorry to shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, with the original Stormtrooper ones were uh, pretty rough. And then the 212 pack has kind of struggled. Uh, one, thank you for the brow line correction. We're all really happy about that. Um, yep. But the, uh, the brow line versions have kind of come with tight or shrunken helmets um, and some weird pink marks on some people's samples and some misaligned paint applications. Is that something we could see tightened up a bit on those? Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that that we're constantly looking at, at ways to improve body control and and address those sort of issues. Okay. Um, we, it doesn't do us any good to have that sort of stuff happen. So, um, it's it's definitely the kind of thing we want to hear from you guys and we want to see posts and so we can track. And I would say if if anybody comes across that sort of thing, like like please include date codes so we know we know when it happen can okay. track it better and diagnose make sure it's not going to happen again real quick to uh going back to the pipeline real quick uh i know finn was pipelined and it was a force awakens uh, uh pipeline image is that a finn from the force awakens is it a repack of the same figure from 2015 uh yes it will be um with a photo reel update okay is photo reel going to be the only update on that figure uh i'm not 100 percent sure okay it's still in development okay but Cool. Well, just wanted to throw it out there that some new hips on that would just probably make it fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we'd be doing any of that. Okay. Um, Could he be but, packed in with the lightsaber? <laughs> I uh, I don't I don't know. Okay. Sorry, I'm not trying like I said, to still, pry too hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's good thoughts. So we'll see what happens. Cool. 
Um, real quick, just with uh, VC numbering, uh, I wanted to follow up John Miko when he talked to you guys yesterday and his data point of saying new figure, new card for Salacious Crumb. Uh, personally, I think if you're never going to reissue VC 66 and 67, uh, well, I agree with that idea. Um, I personally would, wouldn't mind if he was VC 66 and maybe with a revenge or uh, with a return of the Jedi card instead of revenge, just to kind of set it apart. Uh, but that's just me. Anyway, that set is really great. Um, but speaking of VC numbers, you guys have indicated lately that you're very aware of the numbering and pay attention to it and, you know, what to do with Crumb, talking about Revan and the ones that you fixed or that got missed and then were filled again. Uh, but we're seeing yeah, a bunch it, of doubling up of numbers. Had a, a duplicate, yeah. 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 It, it's, it's unfortunate when that stuff happens. Um, it is clearly not something that we want to have happen. Yeah. It's, um, I think this is, so. I think 177, 211, and now 276. It seems to happen with the exclusives. Is, is there something that can be done to further track that? Um, well, we're, we do track that. It's just the sheer amount of stuff that we're dealing with. Some stuff gets missed. Um, sure. And that, that's us. Okay. Um, so, I mean, from all of us to you guys, like, we're sorry about that. Uh, we do what we can to catch that. It does not make us happy when it does happen, um, and and we try and we try and catch all that stuff. Uh, if we rerun those figures in the future, we would likely fix all that stuff and try and clean that up. Okay. So, well, I really appreciate the candor there, and I, personally, I wouldn't want to see them reissued to take up a slot in the main line, but you know, at the expense of anything else. But I, my OCD gets the better of me quite often. <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Okay. Uh, and there was another issue, too, lately. Some bubbles have kind of fallen off. It happened with the in, indie retro uh, figures, especially Short Round and Temple of Doom Indiana Jones. They were just falling off the cards on pegs and stores. And uh, recently, Colt from Walmart kind of was just coming um, off of his card for some folks. Uh, was there a change in the glue? Uh, not to my knowledge. I know the, the team is actively chasing that stuff and working with the vendor to make sure that, that we're addressing those issues. Because, okay. again, that, that's one that all the, all the early samples we saw had no issues like that. Yeah. Um, so some, something happened at the factory and, and something changed. Okay. We don't know exactly what. So we're, we're investigating, trying to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Because, okay. yeah, that's, that's not good. Yeah, and that, it also happened with the uh, kind of white scuffing on the, on card backs has started kind of rearing its head again. And uh, last time we chatted about it, you guys said, let us know if you see it again. So I just wanted to say it's uh, still happening a little bit. So um, it's probably the same kind of thing with the the bubble. So I appreciate you guys looking into that stuff. Yeah, we're, we're looking into all sorts of solves, trying to figure out ways to, to make that, make that, make sure that stuff doesn't show up or can't show up. Okay. Um, I think it's just, it's just part of, of the evolving process and, and trying to figure out the exact specifics of why that thing happens. Yeah. We, we just, we look at everything we can because I mean, first of all, we are, we are fans as well. And Emily's buying vintage collection figures and is not happy when she sees that stuff come along either. None of us are. Yeah. I can imagine. So <laughs> we want to fix it for as well as everybody else's. Yeah. All right, I, I just have two two quick little questions left for you. Um, uh, for UK backers, the Jabba set um, on on US it's eighty nine ninety nine, and that's the same price as the Black Series set on the on Pulse UK. It's ninety uh, ninety one ninety one pounds or ninety one ninety nine pounds. 
Uh, well, the Black Series version is $67.99, and I was just asked to uh, ask if there was a reason it's so much more, uh, the Vintage Collection version is so much more expensive than the Black Series version in the UK. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Okay. Um, that's a that's a Patrick question, and I don't have a... I don't have an answer for you. Okay. Patrick or Jake. Just on the off chance, if it comes up, uh, mention it to Patrick, maybe. I, I know I was asked by a couple folks to, to see if I could clarify that. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up on it. I appreciate it. Um, and then last thing is just Target has kind of been a, uh, a frustrating pre-order partner lately. Um, you know, the Kenner Boba Fets were found in stores for the past several months, but it still shows up as a pre-order without a date on them. I know it's all up to them, but... Um, it's kind of gotten a little rough for the U.S. Uh, collectors that, you know, the, the retailers who do make these exclusives possible, we don't, uh, you know, understate that at all. Like, I, we get it. But uh, they seem to be just dead last to get these things to market. And it can be, namely in Target's case, quite a confusing ordeal. Um, is there uh, any way that this could be uh, improved or, you know, when you guys communicate with them, uh, maybe bring it up, try to figure out what's going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know the teams, this is, this is another one that Patrick could much more readily answer than me, but I know our teams are in constant communication with them and trying to work through some of that stuff. Okay. I know also like some of that's just out of our control. Like we, there's nothing totally. we can do to end that stuff. Um, but we do try and work with the partners, make sure they're aware of issues we're seeing. Okay. I mean, and I know a lot of them are fans as well. I mean, we are all are all sharing the same heartaches, I think. Yeah. Uh, but the, I, I know the team has conversations with them around that stuff. I, I don't know what to tell you on it specifically. Okay. But I do know that, that folks are chasing that stuff and having conversations about it. Perfect. Well, Chris, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you, man. With, like, the ghost, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm a happy fan seeing Rebels, you know, seeing a lot of new media stuff. I mean, I can't wait to see that N1 killer work on that. Uh that's 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 amazing. I can't wait to add it to my collection. You guys are crushing it, man. I'm I'm stoked. Uh, I can't wait to see that Obi Wan Invader two pack that was pipelined back in February. <laughs> I'm patiently waiting for that. Uh, oh yeah, so, cool one. Just uh, keep just doing. Uh, we watch. We pay attention. So all right. Yeah, keep doing. You guys are great. Thank you so much, Chris. Well, I hope you enjoy the uh, final hours of the con. And thank you again and again. Get the ghost, all that fun stuff. I can't wait to see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm, I just refreshed. We are at 6,866. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we get there. Oh, I don't know. I get so. out there. Start pushing. <laughs> I, I'm, if I have to buy 20 of them, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sweet. I like it. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.